Christian socks go right through for MSU. Watch the points keep growing. Garden teams so, are bound to Top three win deaths. Number one, Spencer King. <laughs> see you going right through. See their teams. Really? Weak. We're going to win this game. Fight! Fight! Rock team fight! Victory for MSU. Michigan sucks and they really, really suck. All of their fans really suck. They wow. have a toxic fan base and it's all over. Hey, Christian, you recording? Not after that, Diet Joel, Tribe. Joel, you recording? Yes, I'm finally recording. All right, check it Are out. Are you sure? I'm, <laughs> I'm I, hold on, hold, hold, yep, I'm, I'm, uh, yep, I'm sure. We got 1994, 1978, 1666, 1994, all this and more on this edition of Sequel Men, the podcast. Coming at you, not live from Fear Street. Two men talk about the films you care about. Or don't. It's the Sequel Men Podcast, and it starts right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for yet another episode of Sequel Men, the podcast. I'm joined today by Spencer King and... Uh, hi, Spencer. Hi, how are you? I actually say my own name. Oh, yeah, my name is Christian Bring it all, by the way. I forgot to yeah. say my name. And to my immediate center through a Skype thing. If you're listening to him with one ear bud in the right, he's coming in at your right. If he's in the left, he's coming in at the left. If you have them both, he's coming in the center through your brain. If you're listening on a Bluetooth speaker, he's in the shower with you, which is exactly where he wants to be with all of our listeners. Give him a call. Standing at five foot tall. If he's climbing a ladder, he's the voice of the Laker marching band and the voice of this podcast you're listening to right fucking now. Joel, the voice. Howie. Hey. That's all I got for you this time. At this point, you're just, you're a child's doodle. That's what you look like. Yeah. Just a, a bent stick figure hey before you go on you know what i haven't been doing is hey we're the sequel men and what we do is talk about film franchises right now we're wrapping up the fear street trilogy and we'll be announcing our next one after we talk about uh our best moments our worst moments special category end of the year franchise awards and the fin score uh, for christian and i joel i'm sure we'll check out of that but he'll be back for the announcement of the next franchise and it's one you're not going to want to miss it's one we've tried several times before and this time i think we're going to do it right so welcome to the sequel men 
the podcast. Joel, introduce yourself. I heard further. Joel got a rib removed so he could. So we could suck his own toes. <laughs> his own toes. You know that's not even that's true of Marilyn Manson, say. right? What? I never said it was. No, Marilyn oh, okay. Monroe. You're putting oh. words into my mouth. Thankfully, words, not something else. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you'd like to. You, you wanted me to give myself a proper introduction. Is that is that what you? Yeah, want sure. Me? I mean, I gave you a, a good one. <laughs> oh, hey, Joel, make sure you have your door open. Okay, I just realized where you oh, were. <laughs> I do right here. See this one? It's fucking open. I've got my knee right in it. So I, if I even I want to close it, I smack in it about on my ten knee. minutes. You are so crazy. For those of you who don't know, we don't have Joel in the studio right now. He's having a little bit of a COVID scare. We don't know the results yet, so we're doing this remote. Uh, He's in the the death box. Uh, I'm taking necessary precautions. That's all. That's all. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. We're just letting the audience know. I'm over here in my death box, recording remotely from my home, which is only ten minutes away from Spencer, but. Here we are. Hey, hey, hey. Joel, do you, do you have your oxygen cha- tank? I don't Please want show the mob us. coming after me, hey, too. I didn't say addresses. Live. It's fine. And no, I don't need an oxygen tank because I have an open door. It's fine. <laughs> I, had to, I, had, I had to double door. check. That's how bad. That's how, I have that's how paranoid you have me. Open door. <laughs> after all the I, jokes you make on this podcast. Now in 10 minutes, in 10 minutes, we're going to hear... Chance. Stop it. He's out in the living room, so there's no danger of that. Just stop. That's enough. How's how's uh (laughs) how's the Vive doing? Alright, I'm done. How's she feeling? Fine. I I think things are fine. I think things are fine too. You're both vaccinated fully. Yeah, well my wife's principal got it and he's vaccinated and he's miserable, so Yeah. We're actually spreading it more because we feel like we're invincible that we're vaccinated. Anyway, we're talking Fear Street, <laughs> not fear. We're not trying to uh, make you afraid Speaking of, of the virus. Speaking of scary things. Joel's face. Joel, uh, <laughs> I was literally just going to say it. Do you got Vader on your shirt? Uh, yes, I do. Ah, you know. So in case you're not into sports, let me give you a quick little... Sports corner. Don't be a dick. You already <laughs> did that la- earlier. Don't be a dick. You know the the the, the things that the sports the teams that song, our family loves lost this weekend. The fight song that you heard was uh, <clears throat> a very poor rendition of the Michigan State fight song. My beloved Michigan State Spartans, right here, and I have a jersey behind me, right there. And last Saturday was the big. Michigan, Michigan State, in-state rivalry game. And let me just say, it feels good to keep the Paul Bunyan Trophy in East Lansing. I'm not going to rub it in, Christian, because you're fine. Is this scripted? No. But (laughs) I just want to say to all the toxic Michigan fans, and specifically, this person will never hear this, but he's a professional NFL lineman, Taylor Luan. Um, you suck because you are talking trash to a bunch of college and you're students the guy that's- and you're a 30 year old NFL professional getting paid to play and you're over here talking trash to children um, they are not children to, they are to adults college in college kids. 
and um, you lost. You lost. We have Kenneth Walker. Somebody had to lose. If it were, you Running know what? For five touchdowns, 190. You call Michigan fans yards. bad, and yet you're the one rubbing and it in my face. Heisman Trophy hopeful really ran over you guys. He 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 ran through you guys like the casting couch. Okay, we were leading the majority of the game until you weren't. We were leading the majority of the game until somebody to fourteen. They they flunked the ball. What is it called? That'd be a fumble. <laughs> fumble. <laughs> I, I know what I know the word. I just Spencer's couldn't think of it in a moment. Sports corner. No, no, we're Christian. not done with this yet. We're not. We no. We're not, uh, we're yeah, we are. We're we can. Done. You know what? No. Spencer, Spencer, stay out of this. Spencer Sports Corner. Shut the can hell go up. To the corner. Jo- at this point. <laughs> Sophia Street. Yep. Otherwise known as East Lansing. Baby. Oh no! I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to do that. If you're a Wolverine. See, I almost said something like that. I almost said something about the 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 things going on, but you know what? Why don't you be a good sport yourself and not rub it in someone's face? So, do we just want to start right in with? Our anyway, moments? I'm done with that. Yeah, I think we should shut the fuck up about uh, the Michigan Michigan State game. We've said a lot of stuff about the these only movies. team he cares about is the Lakers. Okay, they're not deep. They're not deep. They're not deep, but they movies. have more depth than the average fear movie than the average horror, be a horror thriller movie. movie. Is what yeah. they're called? Yes. Fear so, movie. Um, we'll just open up the discussion with with our well, format. Okay. Oh, we having a little discussion here. We can. Because We're trying to. I, yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. You're good. Don't listen. No, no, no. To I don't want to talk anymore. Uh, I just don't <laughs> want to talk. Don't listen to Joel. He's oxygen deprived and he doesn't know what he's saying. Christian, you want to have a little discussion before we go into our categories. You got two minutes on the clock. Go ahead. <laughs> Timing. <him>. Okay. <laughs> let, me start the, let me start the uh, clock here. Let me start that with 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> no, um, here's something I noticed, and this is going to blow your mind. Probably not. Okay. The whole, the whole thing, the whole trilogy falls apart when you realize... That Sheriff Good had absolutely no reason to put Samantha Fraser's name on the wall. No reason. No reason at all. Think, he had already made the sacrifice with Ryan Torres mm. like a week earlier. And by the time of the end of the first part, 1994, they had thought they were done with it. They mm. thought, hey, we beat the curse. They didn't care about the vision that Sarah Fear gave them. Yeah. They had thought they already ended it. So they would have went on with their lives not even thinking anything of it. And then I guess Sheriff Good thinks that, well, we got to get rid of her because she saw the vision and the truth had still come well, out. Well, that's exactly why. But, and let me tell but you no, no, no. It wouldn't matter because they ha- were moving on. They wouldn't have even thought of that. Well. The secret was still hidden. So there was no reason to infect, quote unquote, infect someone else or curse someone else. Yes, because they knew of it at least. They knew so of it at least, but it wasn't going to go anywhere. They would have seeked it. Well, I guess if they thought it was done, they wouldn't have. But he he knows that he was going to do it again. So he's like, I got to get rid of, I have to get rid of her and everybody that she knows. But that not is really, close to though. it to keep it going. So yes, he absolutely had but to he go didn't ha- her. No, he didn't have to, though. He, yeah. And instead, what was the, why would he do that? 
he would have been like, okay, the secret's safe. They don't know anything. They Their friends were killed by the, the evil possessed monster killers. Everything's good. Nothing came out. It's still a secret. I'm not going to do, I don't have to do this for another 12 years or so or whatever. Why did he have to do it right after? Because she knew. The incident. She knew where the but body was. But no, it was. doesn't matter though if she they knows. They knew where the body was and they knew they were getting close to But he to didn't know where the out. body was. That doesn't because matter. Because they didn't even pick it, it up at matter. the car crash. They did and he knew they did. So he had to prevent them from in the future oh, well, finding out and they, stopping the curse. They didn't know where the hand was though. No, but they weren't going to stop until they figured it out. What they're just going to oh everything Basically, is good now. Everything is good now, but then he, he caused his own demise by continuing this cycle. He had to do it. He could have let Sam and Dina live their life life and not even what when he put her name on the wall, he continued it and he caused Dina to continue the discovery to talk to Ziggy to find out about the hand to reunite the body. All that stuff. So he brought it upon himself. You, you what know do you would think, have been a Joel? Move. Did Joel just leave? No, I'm still here. Oh, I heard a whoop. I, well, I'm I'm dicking around with things. Okay. Um, what Joel? You, what do you think? Are we in the sea? What? Hey, quit dicking around. I turn I turned the sea off. I was trying to get us all together on one screen, and it makes well, don't. makes you uh, put a stupid theme on it. The sea is not off, and it looks awful. Oh, here it is. I got it. It is. We're in it grid is. mode now. We're back. All right, yeah. Sebastian, you are not. How about you don't? So we're out of Little anyway, Mermaid you know, now. If he really wanted uh, to, I, here's if he what I really think. wanted to. I, oh, okay. I um. Uh, well, the first thought I had when you started talking, um, five hours. Well, stop talking. Uh, five hours ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that, you know, you said, oh, he had no, the sheriff really had no reason to go after Sam or whatever because he already had the Torres kid. But then it's like, goes all the way back to like, how do they decide what names to write? You know, do we know that? That's what I was wondering too. Do we know? I think it's random until until he he might have had a reason to go after uh, Tommy. Because they were at the same camp, and he knew who Tommy was. Well, I think I was thinking about this. I think with Tommy, it was did he have a somebody? Crush on it's somebody Cindy? who you least suspect. So then, the story can just be, you know, he, he just snapped exactly. And but wouldn't it make more sense if it was somebody weird like Alice? Okay, true. What I just Arnie? said didn't make sense. I think. What he did there is... They're not they're, weird, but different. That's what I He mean. had access to a lot of people. I think that may have just honestly just been random. Or somebody that... Like a goody two-shoes, and he was like, no, I have to keep the shady side reputation down. So if he were to have survived through this, you know, that's that's one shady side. I don't think anybody who... Guy. I don't think anybody who is chosen ever survives. No, I'm saying if, if he didn't choose him and he had survived... He's a guy that would have, you know, tried to do good. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. They can try and do good, but... He didn't want that because he wanted The deal that Sheriff Goodwood would still make things bad. I'm not saying about that. I'm saying he wants to keep the reputation of Shadyside ass. You mean Shadyside. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if there is a survivor, he doesn't want it to be somebody cool, except for Ziggy. If he really wanted to hammer it home... 
what would have been a really kind of a nice twist in 1994 part two if he put Ziggy on the wall and she became the killer. But instead he went with Sam, somebody who couldn't get it done. And that's okay. <laughs> Could get the job done. Couldn't do it. Do we want to go into our three worst moments? I think we no. should. No. I have I have one more thing to oh, say. Oh, it has to go be ahead. you. Yep. Hey, Joel. <laughs> wow, Joel. Wow. Anyway. I can kick you out of this Skype. I will come to your house and lock that door. Choke you out, bitch. Um, yeah, and then I'll take your <laughs> anyway, dog and make it my dog. Last note. Okay, so remember last episode we talked about how <clears throat> we didn't like the recasting or the reuse of the cast you members. Guys, I did. Oh, Spencer did. Um, what I think, Joel, I was thinking about it. What it should have been is the reverse of what they did in the movie. Have the original actors play these new characters. And then when they do the little flashbacks, like when Dina gets her hand ripped off and it cuts to showing Sarah Fear, like the real Sarah Fear that they label her in the credits, mm -hmm. do the opposite. Show the real Sarah Fear the entire first half of the movie. And when they do those little flashes to the real Sarah Fear, it would be Dina. And that would show the connection between them, but it wouldn't be over the top like it was in the actual movie. It wouldn't be over, overdone. Right. What do you think of that? Yeah, sure. He agrees! We were... I really was hoping there was going to be no references, but that one was obscure, so we're going to let it go. There was a reference. I asked him about his shirt. Oh, yeah, but different. All right, three worst <laughs> moments. Same, but different. I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. I never go first, so I'm going to go first. I'm going to start Nobody's us off. Nobody's stopping you. Three worst moments, unless you're Joel, then you just picked your, your one because you're not part of the I team. I did. I got three for everything, I'll have you know, so... Oh, oh Joel, like thank me. you. Okay. He's got three testicles. <laughs> Number one, two, and three, they're all there. Number three, in 1978... Cindy getting her getting some last words after 30 axe blasts to the chest, but Alice getting none and dying instantly. Come on. Mm -hmm. Unrealistic. I mean, the whole movie is, but give Alice, I guess she did have a big speech, but give her a last line or something. She just got sliced across the chest a little bit. We're talking Cindy getting axed. She, no, it just, uh-uh, uh-uh. Number two, also 1978, the sponge disaster. It just it rubbed me the wrong way. It was just such an overreaction. It was ridiculous that she would freak out that much about busting a sponge. And it was just annoying. It was just annoying. Mm -hmm. Number one, 1994. I think we can all agree on this one. Uh, the bus. That what? whole scene just... The oh, bus. the bus driver. Oh, yeah. Just I forgot just all about that. The bus in general. It just didn't make... It was dangerous... <laughs> That would have never have happened. Yeah. It was um, so over the top. Like, it was I'll just a little over that. the top. Yeah. It was extreme. That it, probably would have made my top three worse if yeah, I had remembered it. It didn't work for me. So, uh, Joel. <clears throat> I'll fine. Cool. Let the guest go. We will. No, he's not a guest. <laughs> whenever he's on. <laughs> whenever he's on. He's subhuman. He is. It's fine. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm saying whenever you're on, you're a sequel man also. I guess that's that's uh, true. Thank you. Yeah. He's a sequel boy. So is it my turn is what you're saying? 
before you bailed. Yeah, it's your turn. It's your turn. Go. Worst moments. Now. Here we go. Hey. Thank you. Number three, <laughs> uh, you already said it, chest axing. Uh, obviously, it really only takes one blow to the chest with a, with an axe, I think, for you to like not be able to talk, you you think? So, yeah, that's, an, that's a whole SNL sketch, like we said before, uh, Christian, with that one. And number two, second worst moment, I have, oh, oh no, I put literally all of the accents in 1666. Yeah. Because I just like, I was gonna, you know, this is not a moment, would. but this is just because I, because I was so offended, I put it down. And I know you don't agree with me, Spencer, but I, that, that's, what, that's oh. what I got for my number two. I was I offended. I agree with you. <laughs> The accents were awful. I just didn't put them on there because I knew one of you would, and it was just going to be unanimously agreed yeah, upon. you knew one of us would bitch about it. All right. So I went a different route. And I'm yeah. so glad. It had to be you. It's you. Go ahead. I'm going to let you guys try to guess what my number one is. <sighs> Ooh. Do something different um, here. The eyeball gouging scene. No. So you're um, wrong. How about oh, you? Oh, 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 oh. It's when they pulled the dog up from the well. Oh, Damn yeah. it. Yep. How'd you yep, know? Yep, yep. Uh, because you said it when we were talking about it. Uh, because it's one of the only things you said last episode. Yeah. Uh, Mary boy getting pulled up from the well. Listen, if, if there's a dog death scene, I'm just going to stay bitter about it. And it's just, that's just the way it is. So, the doggy. And that's, that's the way exactly. it is. <laughs> 90s throwback. You know, Celine might as well Dion. bring in Sarah McLaughlin, ASPCA, because that dog did not deserve it. Sarah, she was. Not okay, well, that's a enough. Witch. Christian, you can go, I think, right? With your three worst. I'll go. As, as soon as he shuts the fuck up. Witchcraft. Ow. Yeah. Are you done? Mm hmm. You finished? I am. Did you get it out of your system? Yep. All right. Uh, worst three moments. Um, I'm going to say this is a little different. Ziggy's role in the finale and how it was drastically reduced, especially when dealing with Nick Good, like her, you know, their affair at camp and how they were in love and everything. That should have been, she should have had more of an impact in his demise, I think, rather than just dumping a bucket of carry blood. Mm -hmm. Carry yeah. boy. Just. Tag, you're it. Tag, and then that's it. the end yeah, of their interaction. Right. But <clears throat> second, and this is one that you all have, Cindy. I mean, <laughs> it's supposed to be a sentimental moment, but it's just cringy. Didn't and make any sense. Yeah, they ruined it's that. It's supposed to be sentimental. And she's got hacked in the chest, what, five times or so? Oh, it, she, it was constant. It was way more than five. You wouldn't. I, Maybe for five Your little minutes. comment in the episode, she wouldn't be saying... We'll be together. She would sing. She wouldn't be saying anything. <laughs> she would be dead. Right, and not to mention Ziggy would be dead too, given well, her. She injuries. did die, but then she came back. Well, I don't think I don't know about that. Um, number one, Sheriff Good, his turn in part three. Oh, how quick it part was! Part two, how quick it was! How immediate it was! Yeah. Rather than letting. Oh, uh, keeping I see. it yeah. keeping it within the world of the movie where he doesn't know that they suspect him yet. Right. Yeah. 
Kind of like how they don't suspect Mrs. Doubtfire being their mom or dad, their mom. She's <laughs> <laughs> he. Yeah, no shit. What Watch your mouth, mouth, young man. man. All right, Dad. Yeah, we're just we're not doing this to you, Uncle Frank and Aunt Jack. It does. You know what? It doesn't have a sequel, but with with all the times, we Robin we Williams reference. Mrs. Doubtfire on this show. Like. I want to cover it. I really do. I don't even care. Oh, guess whose dog's whining? Not That's Joel's. That's enough. Well, I have to <laughs> let my it. dog out real quick. No, <laughs> I right. actually have to let my we'll dog out real quick. She's whining. For... We'll take a time out. Yes. So, Joel, uh, you can get your thumb out of your ass now. Yeah. I don't know what... I did. Hey. You can check it if you want. What? Well, Spencer sounds fine to you, I'm sure, because you're right there. But he just so, he sounds so echoey. It sounds so bad. I don't know. Whatever. We have to, we have to be silent right now. Why? So I can tell where the break is in the waveform. Can I breathe? Yes. Please breathe. Get all the oxygen you can. Or like in Christmas vacation? <laughs> May we blink? <laughs> <laughs> when does he say that? Because the SWAT team breaks it at the end there. He's like, I said freeze, mister. And he's like, May we blink? We could do that for our anniversary episode. Fantastic. Hey, he's back. Back in the No, you have to say it like, you have to say it like, shut up. He has to say it like, he's back. Like Cornelius Fudge. I'm sitting on my nuts. One second. If I had a nickel for every time I sat on Joel's nuts. <laughs> You'd have exactly zero I, nickels. I hope I'd be in debt. I'd have right. two. Well, I'd have two nickels. <sighs> okay. We? Well, and I almost—you know what? Another three worst moments. Well, no, no, were no, 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 Sex, sex scene in 1994. Sex scene in 1978. Listen, Pound Town. You're just uncomfortable. Alice, sex. Alice and Arnie, and you going down in the woods sex? in 1666. He's a sheltered boy. <laughs> You've never had it. He's okay. A- there, I said it. Oh. All right. Moving hey, on. Shit, moving dude. On. That is a low blow. Wow. You don't. You don't know that. Okay, then we could have done it before you got on the call. <laughs> uh, Not. With I each will other. say this right now. That didn't happen. Not with each other. It's a lie. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying orgy. He's been sleeping the with basement. everybody. People are going to be like, you know, Pony bag? Here's, here's a review for you guys. You guys want those reviews? Here comes one. It's going to say, it's going to be one and a half stars, and it's going to say, I thought this was sequel men, not sex men. So you want to go to the yep. three best moments? Yeah, I just heard crickets right there. Good one. No, that was actually kind of good. Good one, bro. That actually could be an X-Man parody. K 
Coming this fall. Coming this fall. <laughs> Coming this fall. All of them. <laughs> United. At the same time. Uh, oh, oh, please. No, they always have to throw that in there. Or this. Are you alone? No, I. you got to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. With Bob Odenkirk. I tried. He plays a porn star named Gil Bang. That's a good, you guys are curbing my enthusiasm by not moving on to the next category. Okay. Well, I just thought it would be funny. 1666. Seraphir was hanged for witchcraft. Fact. But ever since she was executed, she's been possessing people, turning them into killers to take revenge on the town. It's like the nursery rhyme. Yeah, yeah. Before the witch's final breath, she found a way to cheat her death by cutting off her cursed hand. She kept her grip upon our land. She reaches from beyond the grave to make good men her wicked slaves. Yes, exactly. Don't you see what's happening to us? This is all proof. Shadyside isn't just some hotbed for psychos. All these massacres are connected to Sarah Fear. The witch's curse is real. Christian, start with okay. three best moments. You Top start. three moments. Number three. Number <laughs> number three, I'm going to say Al. <laughs> you sound like you're on the toilet with that one. <laughs> It sounds like you're <laughs> dropping a number three. Anyway, continue. Sorry. You want to <laughs> you, you know where Nickelback records? Where? <laughs> the video. Oh, yeah. I can sing it for you, but hold on. We got to get into the studio first. <laughs> He's sitting on the toilet. That's true. Look at this photograph. So that's how they did it. <laughs> Yeah, dude. What does he sing in the video, though? I'm sorry. I'm I getting sidetracked. Why don't you do your best? Okay, this is what happens when you give him number three. Floor. Anyway, go. I'm trying to do the top three, and you won't shut up. <laughs> okay, Joel? <laughs> oh. Okay. Number three. Hey, be quiet. How the turntables. <laughs> number three, I'm going to say Alice takes time to mourn after she sees Arnie get <laughs> Split in Axe the face. To the face. To the face. Yeah. <laughs> when it, he's like Tommy. <laughs> ah. No, but when they fall in the hole and she's like, "Do you like realize what just happened right now?" Arnie got like, "We can't just get up and pretend like nothing." Ha I like that because you never rarely see that. I feel in these movies, they're always on the run. They're always filled with adrenaline. Right after the fact. Mm-hmm. Number two was Sarah Fears hanging because I just love the dramatic, the drama of it. The music is excellent. I've been listening to the track on the soundtrack over and over. It's called Sarah's Fate. It's not called Hanging Around? Ha <laughs> uh, you, ha! You don't get a number two. Number one. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I get a number two. Shut up. Sarah's Fate. Awesome awesome track on the soundtrack listen to it. it's really good it's moving i love how it, it builds the tension in the scene like when it first she gets hung <laughs> <laughs> she's not a hanged. guy hanged guy she gets <laughs> so she uh she went under the knife and got the operation <laughs> she got hanged and now she's hung she got hanged <laughs> 
Wow, that really got you. You got hung. Nope. Nope. <laughs> she got hanged. And then it goes through the scene where it's like showing the flashes of everyone who got killed. Mm. And how she's like, I will follow you. Like, I will f- for eternity and all that. Yeah. And it show- like flashes forward to Dina. The music is just excellent. Really like that moment, the, dr- the dramatic moment, and the score just fits together great. Number one, <clears throat> the you're probably going to like this. Probably. Adina and Sam fight in juxtaposition with the football game. Oh, yeah. That's a good Cause one. Because, you know, we talked about how that's something like a visual thing you can do with film. You can show the contrast between this little intimate uh, moment between Dina and Sam, their little intimate conflict, which is kind of indicative of the conflict between Shadyside and Sunnyvale and the football field. But now it's kind of meta a little bit because she isn't really a Sunnyvaler. She moved to Sunnyvale. Maybe that's why he wanted to kill Sam after all. Because she was an imposter. A shady cider living in Sunnyvale. Mm-hmm. Now that I think of it. That could be. But anyway, I just loved that moment. It's just, it's it's something they did really well on film and in the script. It seemed It seems... Not a huge deal, but I think they executed it really well. That visual storytelling there. Yeah, <laughs> oh. they did. Wow, Sorry, I'm he looking. was really engaged. No, I'm looking at... Sports! No, not sports. I'm looking for... Joel, you go. I'm trying to find okay. something for the... All uh, right, so my turn for the uh, best moments, my best moments. Number three... Third one on the list is supermarket suspense and the, quote, killing of Sam. That whole thing where, you know, they're trying to make her go under with the pills. Well, they dropped that she or they went to this, that, went, that plan went to shit, essentially. So they're like, oh, crap, I got to think of something else. They're like, okay, guess I'm going to drown this bitch in the lobster tank. Okay. And so they, they hop <laughs> up there and then, but like they're running out of time. And just the suspense that's building. You got all all the killers. Well, the three at that t- at that time it's three of them, right? Or is it just the two? Ruby Lane. Oh shit, that's a th- three three. There's two. Ruby Lane, Ghost Face. Nope, not Ghost Face. Might as well be Skull Face. Ryan yep. Torres and then Tommy Slater. Uh, Tommy. So all three of them are in. It's just like Tommy, the Chucky, Phil, Lil. Yep, not the fucking Rugrats, but thank you. Um, uh, it's just a suspense that's building. And it's just, I don't know, had you on the edge of your seat, and it was a pretty, living pretty on the edge. great classic horror movie moment. So that's mm. number three. That's a good one. Good one. Uh, number two. I put second place winner for this is going to be the mall trap slash battle royale of the killers against each other. Uh, just because, I don't know, it's always visually stimulating to see horror movie killers go after each other I guess I don't know I've never seen like Freddy vs. Jason Jason, but you know I imagine it's similar except for maybe a little more intense but just how they rigged it up and the cleverness and the thought behind they put behind all the traps is it was like a like a messed up uh, Home Alone but yeah yeah I was gonna say I think they had a little help from Kevin yeah. 
Kevin! Their traps sucked, though. <laughs> I liked how they make the blood glow in the dark, though. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. cool. All right. Huge, oh, yeah, he- yeah. huge health hazard, though. Yeah, true. Uh, best moment, number one, I just said, good's death, because fuck that guy. That's all I Dude, have for you. I strongly considered that moment too because yeah, too. it's the same thing with the one with the hanging moment where the music just swells to this like big finale thing right before right when he gets stabbed in the eye. Mm-hmm. And you see the seraphir and the you know I've listened to that track too. I just love that moment too. I just love seeing a bad guy get I, stabbed. I just in hated the face. him, so Am I, I, right? I, mean, I was just glad he was dead. So Yeah, good call there. I mean I thought I was surprised by what he said to Dina. <laughs> You'll have to remind us. He called us. her a dyke. He called her a dyke. Oh. Oh, yeah. And said that murdered, like, they'll give me a fucking medal. Oh, yeah. That was like, cool. That's, that's, yeah. See, that's what sent me over the edge. That's was like, okay, you're you're done. We're done with you. <laughs> okay. You died is my best moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, it's, it's the culmination. That's why yeah. it is so good to me. And there's no like last and minute. Joel. Oh, he's still alive. It's Joel's best moment. Last I wa- jump scare. You got a double tap. That was no, my honorary dead. member of my top three. That yeah. Top four. <clears throat> Spencer. Best moments. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready for this? Uh, number three, 1994 part two. I just got a good chuckle out of it. It got me hyped when they go recruit Martin, and he just goes, "Let me get my coat." I love that moment. It it um, made me laugh, and it gave him his moment, and I like it. Number two, 1978, and this because, you know, it hit me on a personal level, and it took me back to a really fun summer that I had. Um, not so much the killing part, but just <laughs> specifically um, the color war prep. Yeah. Because I remember, like, that was just, like, during teen camp, we were getting ready, getting the face paint, uh, doing strategy. And I always really liked, because it was, like, a whole day thing. And I love stuff like that where it's, you have to strategize a little bit, and I'm competitive. So <clears throat> that took me back to there, and I, I like seeing it. Number one, the 1994 opening scene. Ooh. It just it got us started. It got us in the mood. It really hit you in the nostalgia of the 90s with the bookstore. Mm-hmm. And... It's a straight homage to Scream. You could put them side by side, and they'd be pretty close. I think 94 is a little shorter, but it's it's almost the exact same. And you can tell that they were they were paying homage to Scream. And even like the slow motion when he came up behind her and stabbed her, it was straight from the movie. It was really good, and it it got me ready for the rest of the movie. I really really appreciated it. The respect that they gave to horror movies past. Dude, it's really good. They actually did have Fear Street novels in the bookstore. Oh, I yeah. And there I were Fear Street that. books that were part of her body armor that yeah. she wore. Yeah. But except they weren't called Fear Street. It was a different name of a book, I think. And the the author said Robert Lawrence, which is yeah, R- it was RL. Fear Avenue. What? Fear Avenue. Uh-huh. Fear Road. Oh man! Okay, scary road. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Sequel Man. <laughs> the podcast. No, we got to talk about our best kills. <clears throat> this is a category I'm really excited about. The kills. I think we might ha- we might all have the 
all three the I'm same. I'm expecting a couple except overlapping. Except for maybe one. Yep. Who hasn't started one yet? Christian, you start. We've all started. Christian, you start. I started the top three. You did? Yeah. All right, Joel, you start then. Oh, yes. It's my turn to start. Number three for kills. <laughs> Number three, um, I put the, uh, it was, okay, I don't know if this counts technically and it's short-lived, but the bathroom bomb in uh, part one where they all let them let yeah, into the uh, bathroom and just lit them up. It was, it was great up, uh, up. while it lasted, of course. Then they all blobbed back together disgustingly. and Man, that's what Joel hears almost every thank night. Thank you. Um, number two... <laughs> Number two, okay. <laughs> toilet decapitation is number two on the my what? list. The toilet, de- toilet oh. decapitation. Oh, I forgot about yeah. that one. Um, what I think face? that's one of mine, too. What's the name of the kid who gets his head? Gary, 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 the, Gary, Gary the, the generic. generic. Gary, yeah, <laughs> Gary the generic gets his head cut off. And that was just brutal. How, now, forget, did his head and his body tumble down into the... Or was it just... Oh, yeah. Okay. But the body, how the body fell right on... <laughs> um, Tumble. I can't remember anybody's name now. Alice's Alice. leg. Yeah, and she was already hurting. Get him off injury. me. <laughs> and then Tommy was like, you've been flushed. Right. So that was brutal. That was... <laughs> right. Just kind of little... Made you cringe a little because of Ooh. where it happened. Um, and you know things were already nasty, and then they had to. Then that happened, and not only were they covered in shit and everything else, but now they got a dead Bodies. body on them. So, toilet room decapitation at Camp Nightwing. Number one, it's probably gonna be all of our number ones, but the bread slicer. Yeah, of course, yeah. Bre- bread slicer. Yeah. That was. I have never <clears throat> seen anything like that, and obviously. I didn't like seeing it, but as far as if we're going on a uh, criteria of inventive and, I guess, creative ways to murder somebody, Bread Slicer uh, You know what I just thought of about me. that? She was a valedictorian. Yep. And the thing that made her smart was what was sliced into pieces, mm. like at oh. first. Oh, wow. I wonder if that was symbolic. Good yeah, observation. Like, yeah. Sometimes I have those. <laughs> Sometimes he uses his brain. Don't, <laughs> don't sell yourself short. Yeah, no, I'm saying I don't always have those, but sometimes I do. I wasn't selling myself short. I was giving myself I credit. love how on one end... I give you credit, too. Thank I'm, you. On one end, I'm basically saying he has no brains, and then you have Mr. Motivational Speaker over there. Don't sell yourself short. I just... I, I yeah. love it. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the sequel, man, everybody. I'm sorry, fellas. Right, next, next person uh, can uh, take their turn. Who wants to go next? I will. Number three, the Arnie Axe face. Soup's brutal. Got us going on the path for 1978. At least he didn't feel it. Huh? At least he didn't feel it. Not. Those I mean, maybe just for a second. Doing their duty. But he was just. I mean, that one, axe, to, anything to the face is just a, ugh. Loved it. I loved it. Wow. Hey, 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 
Talk about a splitting headache. <laughs> Number two. All right. And again, this goes back to the scream. It, this isn't... It's not... This That's kill great. isn't creative... It's not something we haven't seen. In fact, it's something we've seen a lot, and that's why I liked it, is the the Heather death scene, the very first death scene, because of the parallels to Scream. And I just love how they did it. It was emotional. They had the emotional music. And it, it really set up the rest of the movie with that mystery box. Like, Ryan Torres, we just saw this guy, so what's going on in Shadyside? And it really set the tone. I really, I really appreciated that. And then, number one, obviously the bread slicer. Come on. I, I don't think we need to say anything more. And just having the cake on her face, too. How unexpected it was. It, mm-hmm. Good mm. stuff. Mm. Uh, well, not good stuff. You know what I mean. I see what you did. Mm-hmm. Entertaining. Good. Oh, yeah. Top three deaths. Number three, I'm, I'm saying toilet death as well. Because that actually gave me an emotional reaction. Oh, you can't just say toilet death. Gary. Yeah, you could be talking about Elvis. We don't know. <laughs> That's not funny. You know? <laughs> he died on the toilet. Into- I wasn't making a joke. <laughs> That's not funny. So, so, somebody mourns that death. Yes. A, a bunch of people did. Anyway. <laughs> He's the king of rock and roll, Christian. <laughs> a bunch of people. Toilet death. Anyway. So number three, to Gary's to toilet death. What? Gary's death by toilet. <laughs> Joel had some chimichangas before he got. Sidebar: I had my very first chimichanga ever oh, at a Mexican restaurant a couple weeks ago at uh, Cinco de Mayo, but it wasn't the Cinco de Mayo downtown; it was the one in Allendale. Joel, maybe you've seen it. Uh, I've. It's it's like newer. Nope, haven't seen it. It was new this year, I think. It took the place of that Thai restaurant. It's really good. Mm-hmm. This, really uh, I refuse to This episode brought to you by Spencer's Chimichanga. No, stop it. We got new chimichangas out on the market, and guess what? They're the best in town. You can buy two chimichangas for the price of one, or three chili chili chimichangas chili, okay. for the price one of chimichangas. Hey, hey, this is my bit. <laughs> chimichangas. This is my bit. What? Continue. Okay. Number two is gonna be. Sheriff Good. Just I, I, we spoke about it a little earlier. I just love the dramatic culmination that ends up with his death. Even though it's just a stab in the eye, the music's awesome. The buildup is awesome, and I like it. It's a good end to the to the Fear Street conflict there. And number one, yes, Bread Slicer. Mm-hmm. It's the most violent. It's the most gory. It's very vi- it's very viscerally yeah. violent. It's gross. It- yeah. And they don't do anything comparative to it in the other movies. I mean, even the axe to the face thing wasn't as bad as that, I don't think. No, because which Because she was still conscious as she was going through the bread slicer. At first. Her hair should have gotten caught, though. Right, You're but right. also... Christian, I'm... Oh, oh go ahead, okay. Well, I just want to throw this in, this, in there right now while, at, while we're, while like we're on the bread slicer comb. again. Uh, I just want to say that, like, the bread slicer... <laughs> His face... Okay, pause a second. There's a dog in Here he goes. Lay down. You get to hear me in the background again with my dog. <laughs> Lay down. Hey, Chance. Lay down, Chance. What's up, Chance? Come here, boy. Where's Shadow? Go to bed. Go to bed. Where's Go Shadow? 
Lay down. What's the cat's name? I'm going to bed. We could do Homeward Bound. We could. What is the cat's name? I don't remember. Okay, I think he's. Sally. I think he's good. <laughs> um, what I was saying. Okay, so the bread slicer thing. You know, I I turned on the first time I turned on Fear Street. I was like, okay, casual like Netflix horror. Sassy. How bad can it be? And then the gotcha. fucking bread slicer happened, and I'm just like, oh, it's going to be that kind of movie, you know. So I think that <laughs> I, while we all have it at the top spot and we all kind of copied off each other's homework, I guess, but it's important because to me, it was like it set the bar. And so it's a, it's almost right. ironic that you said, uh, but then nothing else lived up to it for the rest of it, which is true because there wasn't really any other deaths that were like as brutal or shocking, you know. I think each movie has their bread slicer moment <laughs> bread or slicer tries moment. to. They're yeah. really yeah. super. They're just, super. They're super gory moment. The first one's the bread slicer. The second one is the axe in the face. They really set the bar a little too and high. And I would say sixteen sixty six would be the, the children, the yeah. eyeball. Yeah, yeah, the children with the eyes. I Joel and Christian. I think the I didn't reason see that, that we're coming. also fixated on the bread slicer <laughs> is because obliga- obliga- we love ob- bread. Our obligation. No. Our obligation. <laughs> We have to Sometimes by I obligation for this episode because tonight's sponsor, ladies and gentlemen, is the Breadomatic 94. That's right, coming at you straight from 1994. We have new editions of it every year, but the 94 was the original. Hey, you're sitting around, you're thinking, man, what am I going to do with this French bread baguette? I can't slice it with a bread knife because I don't have one and it would take too long. Fire it in the fucking Breadomatic 94, and it'll slice it into a million pieces for you. Easy peasy. You saw it into Kate's head. Hey, your mother-in-law's over for dinner. She's talking, talking, talking too much. Give her a warning shot. Shove her hand through it. If she doesn't stop talking, put her head right through it just like Kate did. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? Just kidding. Do not murder your mother-in-law. Just give her a warning shot. Shove her hand through it. And uh, watch the blood flow there. But the bread slicer, the Breadomatic 94... Is just it's it's revolutionary technology, folks. And this is me, not an actor. I'm not a spokesperson. I'm speaking straight from I used it. Uh, the New York Times has it as a bestseller, obviously. Uh, Gordon Ramsay has used it several times. The Breadomatic 94. He uses it for uh, bread, for wheat bread, no. white bread, uh, sourdough bread, and just many, many more. You can put it. You can put a pizza through it. Hey, hey. And to show you how serious we are about this, you can put a rock through it. It's going to slice through that, no problem. Watermelon, you got a big family gathering? Put it through the Breadomatic 94. Get five slices instantly right there. You got another one? Put it through. And and, and our guarantee is the, the strings, the, the cutters are never going to go dull. They're never going to go dull. And if they do, if they do, it's going to be 100 years from now. And by then... The warranty is going to be expired, but because we're good for it, we're going to replace it for $10 a string. No problem out the door. That's going to go in the final cost. And you're probably wondering, how much is the Breadomatic 94, being it all this revolutionary technology and stuff? Well, let me tell you this, Christian and Joel and listeners. For one easy payment of $300 or three medium payments of $100 or <laughs> 10 Hunt thousand difficult 
payments of 25 cents. The Breadomatic 94 is all yours for all of your bread slicing needs, all of your slicing needs in general. That's right. This episode brought to you by the Breadomatic 94. So, Joel, so I was thinking it's not really a death, but. <laughs> Well, that's a death. But a commercial. Uh, yeah. It, but a commercial. Welcome back from the commercial break. We'll be back with... But right, 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 before, right before we go into to commercial, I would like to say, yes, the bread slicer is the best kill. Yep. We'll be right back with Johnny Dick and the hung jury in just a second. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, no, it's not a death, but another gory moment is the hand cutting off. That was oh, pretty yeah, gross. Just yeah. There. Yeah. Just yeah. There. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with this? She's just flapping it around. Yeah. Oh. What, what am I supposed to do well, with again, this? Again, she wouldn't be able to just easily yank it off. There's muscle and tendon. You have to. He had it basically off. Oh, it was hanging on by just some and skin. And then hold and on loosely by like 38 special plays. <laughs> <laughs> that was, so hold on loosely. That would have been. Nice. been <laughs> Don't let go. go. Oh, you did. Got it. <laughs> I know your hand hurts, <laughs> and it's That's hanging low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just man. cut that off. I don't know how the rest goes. Our soundtrack is almost as good as uh, Fear Street Part One and Two. Yeah. Oh, my foot's making noises. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> the house is haunted. No, that's a dumb joke. But anyway, those are my top three out of that. So do you guys want to hear the end of the franchise awards? Well, you're going to force yeah. us to, so yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to do it? That's what I thought. Uh, end of yeah. year awards. Welcome to the end of the franchise awards. As many of you know, sports... The least valuable player of the year award for, for Fear Street, I think we can all agree with this one, where the hell was he or she? The bus driver. Could have prevented this entire thing, probably, if they'd have just, I don't know, been a responsible adult. But those don't exist in Fear Street. Next award, the Sarah Fear Memorial Lifetime Achievement Award. Nurse Lane for her many years of service and for at least trying to uncover the truth. Nurse Lane, bandaging up the truth and that little burn on your arm with a little bit of ointment. The killer of the year, a brand new award this year. This is somebody that I really wanted to make it. Turns out he didn't. He had a great costume. I don't know how he could see. He's, he's a really nice guy. Great last name, strong first name, killer of the year award. With the, I think the highest death count in one sitting is uh, Tommy Slater. Nighthawk, Nightwing, Nightwing, Tommy Slater, uh, the sixth man of the year. The guy you're gonna want, you're gonna want in your in your corner. You might not throw him out there first, but you're gonna bring him off the bench to help you through, to help you stop the curse. Josh, he's got the conspiracy theories, and they're all correct. You're gonna want him coming in to give your starters a relief. Uh, the most improved, Martin got his degree. Uh, Martin, the custodial engineer. When we needed him most, turns out he was right about Sheriff Good, and he had the equipment to help us do it. Just let him get his coat. The coach of the year, for the first time ever, we have a three-way tie. 
These are names that nobody's ever heard of. They don't even have a picture on IMDb. But let me just tell you. Sean Brennan, the art director, for just the amazing work in the art department all the way through. Uh, Jess Royal, the set decorator. You really felt like it was 94, 78, and 66, I guess. I've never been to 66. I haven't seen many movies made in 66, but I imagine that's what they would look like. And... Amanda Ford, the costume designer. Because again, these all kind of work hand in hand. You could really feel like you were in the 90s with these, with what we were wearing. 78, bloodstained shirts. Love them. And the killer designs. Love them. This year's walk on the dog walk. Oh, catwalk, sorry. And just those three. So congratulations <laughs> to those three. And the big award, this one was a tough one, but the All Shady Side Conference MVP award goes to the one who survived it and then helped us end it. She could have done a little bit more in the end, but she told us the story of 78. Christine Ziggy Berman. And that's a controversial choice, I understand. It's a controversial choice, but I feel like without her, couldn't have really done it. So... Don't at me. That's what kids say, right? Yeah, okay, Dad. Great. That was really good. That was really fun. <laughs> See, I sped Dad. through it. I sped through it for you, Joel. So you have to sit there going, eh, you're gonna fall down to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, oh, here we go. That was some version of Elmer Fudd, but I, I. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I'll translate it for you. Fuck off. <laughs> That came through clear. Okay. I'm just kidding. Love Loud. You. Love you. Love you. It was her. Seraphir, the witch. The curse. It's, it's real. I thought he was different. I thought he would believe me. That Nick had a destiny in this town. You don't become sheriff talking about ghost stories. What the hell happened here? Tommy Slater. Just went crazy. Fucking shady siders. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Fear Street? I do. Uh, Time out. That doesn't mean well, I, I get think. to leave before you do the the ranking, right? Or the yes, that's why uh, we're talking about. Well, one we need you to bring in our next franchise. What do you mean? We need you. What is what? What is okay. the? Yes, we don't. Oh, well, I'm not going to tell All you. Right, we'll I'm find out. Surprised. If you need something from me, I can do it separately. Well, we're not doing the Finn yet. You got to hear my rap. Oh yeah, we got to hear your rap. Yeah, I'm just going to read it to you. I didn't record it yet. Oh, listeners aren't supposed to know that. Yeah, we'll play that in a few minutes. <laughs> Christian, what did you want to say? Uh, I don't know. No, come on. <laughs> he's like, he's like Joel's being like, the he said enough. Kid. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys really want to hear um, it. Hold on. I don't I'm, know. Well, I don't want to There's say a really good anymore. article. I'm not going to read the whole article, but please, if you want to know more about 
<clears throat> Fear Street or get a different little insight other than our show or other than your own opinions. There's an article by Linda Linda Mela, TV Insider, from HenryHerald.com. This Halloween, skip the reboots and watch Fear Street instead. And she based, throughout the article, she lays her case out for how the films are really about homophobia, the patriarchy, and capitalism all along. I didn't really get the capitalist link, like with the rich versus poor, Sunnyvale, shady side. And coming from me, I'm a huge advocate for like mm-hmm. Occupy Wall Street, and I'm a oh, social word. democrat. I'm a Bernie supporter, so Bird. that basically says it all. But I didn't really get that from these movies. But it's interesting to hear other people in their wait. What their perspective? The What's that? What didn't you get from the movies? Uh, the idea of capitalism, like oh, uh, being okay, gotcha, capitalism gotcha. being a theme, the oppression. <clears throat> well, because rich and the poor. Right. Sunnyvale. Sunny vale, shady, shady side. side. I mean, shady. Yeah. <laughs> also, there was... Uh, who do we... Th- did we t- discuss this? Who took the book? I, th- I After thinking, I think it might have been Ziggy. No. Ah, that'd be... She or might. did Good have a son? No, but Will is Did the is mayor still alive. have a son? Why? I mean, Will is still alive, right? Yes, but Nick was the firstborn. Does it? It's always the firstborn good son. Oh, I must have missed that detail. So then whoever took it... Well, anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. If they have the book and they read it and they sell... And they... They invite the devil. She basically talks about how these three films are like the slasher films of our generation or of the new generation. Mm, yeah. And how the makers of Fear Street take advantage of the television style of serialized storytelling, having shot all three films back to back and released them in succession. Without having years go by between sequels, the films work hand in hand with each other, and every last detail is carefully calculated to form a whole. I just think it's, she's got an interesting perspective. There's another article too. It's just top ten like Easter eggs things you missed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things being was the R.L. Stein Fear Street novels. But oh yeah, in the bookstore and as I can't remember armor. the other things. Ooh, there was also some other things too, like that I noticed. Not in the article, just the when it when it shows the Kate analogy in 1666, the girl who Kate's playing. Yeah. She's getting like her corset tightened. Like uh-huh. Rose and Titanic. That's like when Josh took her bra off or something. Or oh, helped her. Oh, instead of undressing up. her, she got dressed. Right. Cool. Kind of a, like a reversal there. Ring theory. Oh. Oh. Very minor. What was that? Were you the old lady from Titanic? Ah. Ah. <laughs> Drops it in the ocean. And then you see the people shove her aside and dive in after. And then you hear the ghost of. Of Jack. Rose, why did you do that, Rose? Why did you do Rose. that? Rose! Why, Rose? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And then she dives in and the cold kills her. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Before we, we, before we move on, just you guys talk a little bit. I want to see if I missed anything from this article. Hey, Joel, how's your dog with other dogs? What? 
Oh, how? Oh, never mind. The mall, <laughs> the mall that they use for Shady Side, yeah. is Rock's car, Rock's car and Loki. It's the same mall. Oh, I bet that's the night. Yep. Yeah, yep. I bet and that's the, used for a lot of malls. It's I used love that in mall Stranger setting. Things. It's in Stranger Things as well that as makes Hawkins. Sense. Po- or no, I'm sorry. The police station scene in Fear Street is the same as Hawkins Post in Stranger Things. Camp Rutledge, known as Camp Nightwing in the Fear Street trilogy, was featured in an episode of Ghost Hunters. Popular slasher references. Scream. Slasher killer copycats. Ghostface, Skull skull Mask, Tommy Slater's Sack Mask, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Billy Barker, Haley, Michael Myers, blah, 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 as a child and adult. Yep, yep, yep. A lot of interesting stuff in here. Dozens of foreshadowings. In part two, Camp Counselor Kurt states that Sunnyvale were murder, will murder Shadyside in the color war. These harmless statements and many others become a reality as Dina killed Sam and many Shadysiders were killed. Bummer. Many good clues. I didn't notice this when the snake slithers on Nick Good's lap. Oh, because he's a snake. Mm. Blood I on his that hand. Was something. The blood on his hands one is kind of obvious. That's right in the nose. If you didn't know he was the bad guy by then. The that gave it away. Sunnyvale devils, shady side witches. Why would you? Why would you want your mascot to be a witch? Because they're powerful. Anyway, I'm done with my rambling on. I'm a rambling man over here, but I just thought oh, those were interesting. Also, I I'm sorry. No, this is actually kind of interesting and important to share because that's a huge theme of the movie. <clears throat> I haven't read all the article, but there's a very interesting article about it's from Pitt News I think it might be a university paper Uh, Fear Street screenwriter explores queer horror with horror studies working group and that would be Phil Grazia Day yeah sounds right (laughs) yeah you sound like you're just saying that to me (laughs) that just sounds like a, a good name uh Yep, they talk about, yeah. It's just very interesting how that's a huge theme in these movies and how he actually said they approached Netflix about it and they were really open and welcoming of the the homosexual themes in the movies. But I, I like I said, I haven't read the whole thing. I just think it might be, for those of you out there, it's an interesting read. If you, if, I don't know how to word that. But mm-hmm. it's something it's interesting something. to read. Different. It's a different perspective. It's Post a different it. perspective. It's not nothing. It's not something many of us would think about. So it's eye opening it. in that sense, huh? Post it. I will share it. I will post share it on it. the thing, or send it to me, and then I'll post well, who it. Who wrote that? Just to R.L. Stein, under the pseudonym L.R. Sline. Oh well, the final paragraph. Grazade said Fear Street's happy ending for its queer protagonist is an anomaly in horror. Even today, as he and he hopes the movie sets a trend in the future for queer characters in the genre. And what we did in Fear Street is something that hasn't been done in 100 years of horror. I hope people will enjoy these movies. And I think they have done well so far, so I hope there's more room moving forward for more positive representations for queer people I in horror. I think so. Cuz that's so. as far that's not a rule of scary movies. That if you're no, it's just it's like a natural right occurrence, mm-hmm. you know, because people would be uncomfortable if the 
minority made it through because that's not what we're used to seeing. It's stupid. It's dumb. And that's a well, that's a whole other can It's good of to get different. It's good to get different perspectives like that because I took a classical literature class and I watched a movie called Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Was it a Harry Potter spinoff? No, it is not. Definitely not. Hmm. It's a play that deals with homoerotic, homosexual themes. And the movie version is what I watched for the class. And I watched it for an assignment that we didn't have to do. But I was like, wow, I'm glad I went and watched that. Because that's something I normally wouldn't watch. Like, just because that kind of thing, I'm not used to watching it. Those kind of, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. mean to be a prude. It just, it's a little uncomfortable watching those sorts of things. That's why it hasn't but, been made for years. And now it's a thing because people are getting more comfortable. But they did a good job of it in well, that movie's good too, but they did a good job of it too in this movie, in Fear Street. I think, except for casting the same actors in the in the Bad choice. Didn't bother me. I mean, it's already obvious enough. You can create the link without having Sam and Dina play the same characters. But do it back. You got any more Reeses? No. Yeah. Um. No, we we handed them out. out. Oh, I'm going to be going to Meyer after this. I might go see if they got some candy on sale. They're going to have discount candy for sure. Oh boy, they are. Speaking of candy, do you want to hear my yeah? Recap g- give rap? us some oh, yes. recap wrap. I kind of went on Sweetness. there. I'm. I I said I related it to candy because it's an Eminem parody. <laughs> <laughs> Another one. Probably my favorite. My favorite Slim Shady song, and you'll know it. You'll know it. All right, hit play. Hi, my name is. My name is. My name is Sam Frazier. Hi, my name is. My name is. My name is Sam Frazier. Hi, my name is. My name is. My name is Sam Frazier. Excuse me. Hi, my name is. Can I have the attention for this recap? For My just one second. Sam Frazier. Hi, kids. Do you like dying? Want to see these sick kills through horrible violins? Get possessed like me, Billy B from Shady Side did? Living here, you'll see how fucked up life is. Murders each day. They're trying to keep our heads straight. We think Sarah Fear is the one behind what all the dead say. And Sheriff Good said, probably those drug addicts. Uh-uh. It's an accident? Well, let's say that. Since Sunny Vale, Sam can't accept a cell. She hooked up with somebody else. Now the killer's on a trail. She's gone soft and the skeleton mask will fall He kills people hard and nearly slices Kate's head off Simon gets a head full of axe and falls faster than Sarah Fear did From the tree for practicing witchcraft Sam goes nuts, Dina wait a minute, do what it takes We can trace his curse back to 1978 Hi, my name is, my name is, my name is Tom Slater Hi, my name is, my name is, my name is The Nightwing counselor wanted to kill us, we got away. Many thanks, been dealing with that since 78. He was Cindy's date, named Tommy Slater. Killed her days later, a shady cider with a name in the paper. Walk in the mess hall, prepping for color war. Never dreaming of the place becoming covered in gore. Isles and Arnie go, hardcore on the table. We just walked in, were they screaming at me? Thought we were friends. The thought was Nurse Lane got high on some medicine. Researching witches, Mark giving out a seat of medicine. Told Tom. 
mommy he died tonight now or maybe later he got possessed saw cindy and chase after her they knew they fucked up when they tried to stab the man bury sarah's hand like we were told by c berman nick good at camp fabricates the story to authority is dear nick thought we were different asshole hi my name is my name is my name is sarah fear hi my name is my name is my name is Sarah Fear. Stop the tape. This kid needs to be stopped and hanged. They are gay. Devil is here. Blasphemy. Children are trying to leave. We found out they died. They'll have to be carried outside and buried without their eyes. Life is coming and going. Witches conjure lies. We just ate a fifth of berries. It's party time. Sarah the whole town will now despise. Solomon's been evil for years. The deal is done to sell out his life. Hand ripped, which was incredible luck. I don't give a fuck. Otherwise, I'd have been stuck. When she was hanged, Sarah called out Solomon Good. The truth will come out, bitch. It won't hide in these woods. Dean is awake, wants to avenge the dead. With a bloody nose and a knife, she sticks in Nick's head. She's feeling mad, but Sam's back, so hey, she's really glad. Shady Side is happy till they bring evil back. This has been a sequel, men. Production. Like us on Facebook and shit. That is the Eminem, My Name Is Parody Recap. All rap right. Featuring me. There's a lot Excellent of words. Excellent work again. A lot of words. Excellent yes. work. You're Excellent. good at rapping. You're a good lyricist. Well, well, I couldn't I couldn't do it without without my producer, Christian. Uh, the well. sound master that makes me sound good. Cause I mean there's a couple times when I'm recording that I'm probably offbeat and I'm just like, I don't know, Christian will fix it. And he did. Mm-hmm. And he did. So that one was a fun one because that one was a harder one. I was really stuck on the last like four lines. But I, it, that's, mm. hey. I, I really love the chorus. Yeah, that one, not my, not my most creative because it's just kind of repetitive, but it's a my short name is version. Sarah, my name is. <laughs> no. Well, now I have to. T- <laughs> I it um yeah I I only did like two lines because otherwise it just it's really repetitive yeah, and we yeah. don't want another hold up hold up hold, hold up hold, hold up, up. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, so funny <laughs> that was um that was that and swing down hold up hold up swing up hold up hold up hold up hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Fear Street Joel <laughs> any any closing remarks it's been all right thank you <laughs> it's been a time. That's Christian, any <laughs> All right. closing remarks for Fear Street? I already said mine, I think, no, before you I, did the rap. So. We're now closing the door. I guess, um, I guess, I, I, I guess. I like the talking, story. I guess, I, <laughs> I guess my final statements are, don't love it, don't hate it. Like, it, it was okay. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, I barely had the ambition to come on for this trilogy. Okay, so Christian, go ahead, or whoever wants to. Uh... <laughs> you came <Wow>. to us. <laughs> wow. You're the one that said you wanted no, to. It's 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 a Halloween season project. Uh, would I, if I was stranded on an island and and they said, okay, you can only watch three movies for the rest of your life, these certainly would not would not be it. <laughs> Um, no, you know what they'd be? They'd be the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. the Last Jedi, we the were Rise so of Skywalker. Close. 
We were so close, Christian. We were, we were an hour and 42 hey, in. He teed that one up perfect. He teed uh-huh. it up. He teed it up. These were done? fun. These were fun, Horn. Next year, we're going to ramp it up. Joel, I'm going to challenge you. I can't you. do it, man. We're going to. Well, what? Let, Listen. What, let's okay, maybe you can't you're going to say, you're gonna say The Conjuring, now. right? No, we don't know yet, but listen, whatever it is, we should all watch them together because watching Lights horror off. movies is a lot yeah. more fun. It's more fun together. I will say I'm I'm yeah. almost done with the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street saga of movies. There's a lot of them. I didn't realize how many there were, but yeah, there's a lot. They're That's quite repetitive, but uh, I think I'm working my yep. way up the horror. Uh, they got stupid names too. Totem pole there. Like the Dream Boy, yeah, the Dream, dream Child, Dream Killer, Dream Master, the Dream Child, Night, the yeah. yeah. I've only on. ever seen the uh, reboot. I, with Jackie, the Dream I Child being the one, worst, obviously. I haven't I seen it. any of them. I once it was a summer. No, I don't watch scary it movies, wasn't you guys. It was it was like Halloween time. It was a weekend. I was, I don't know why I was home alone for the whole day. And it wasn't actually Halloween. It was just a weekend, like the weekend before Halloween or something. But they were doing their marathons, the Friday the 13th Mm -hmm. marathons. And I was just home. I had nothing to do. It was during the day. So I watched like five Friday the 13th movies. Just kind of, they were on. And I was just, they were, I was watching them kind of half. But yeah, movies, the, the old, the old movies. My bottom line is old Movies like that are very repetitive. He Each never one. went to another hockey game again. I did. I did. But they're very repetitive. Mm-hmm. That was my point. Joel's right. Like all those older ones. They are. Like I'm watching these, them like, That's why these aren't. This is the these, same. these aren't repetitive yeah. though. No, they take place in different times. But like get ready it. for in 20 the, years when you get Fear Street, <laughs> the redo, where they do. Uh, they, yeah. they aren't repetitive. And that's why I think they keep the fun spirit of the slasher suspense but then they're like oh but we're actually going to put a story to this all and not just have you all run around for two fucking hours engagement yeah yeah and not act stupid like in house of wax where they drive all the way to a football game they don't have tickets and they're just wanting to get scalp tickets you've mentioned that movie a lot you must really love that movie i enjoyed it because it was bad it was funny how i have to see it (laughs) How dumb some decisions were. That's where we watched it. Paris Hilton gets a impaled a, a a staff a bar through the eye. That's cool. Yeah. In the movie, in the movie <laughs> context, it's not cool. It's a fantasy. No, I, 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 know, I have life. a lot more respect for her now. No. I have a lot more respect for her now after she. Hey, it's not the first poll she's taken <laughs> to the face. Okay. Okay. Hey, one night in Paris. <sighs> okay. The infamous sex. Please tape. stop. Joel, <laughs> uh, hey. didn't ask me about my eyes. Hey, we. I've never been, been to Paris. Fun. What? We're glad that you joined You're us. You're just saying I that out of you'll... contractual obligation. No, no we I'm like having there you is on no the show. I, I like hanging anyway. out with what you. What were you saying? You work for fun. Well, um, <laughs> once the next one is revealed, you're going to want to be with be on that one with us too this will be a take two kind of for us because this will we're going back to the origins of sequel right. men let's just let's we just say reviewed 
we can't wait to read from the good book again. Mm. Oh, yes. She burrs. Maybe he's not going to be on. <sighs> Just kidding. Mm. He is. He's going to have a lot to it say. Will, it, it's, a, it's a series of biblical proportions. Hopefully, you're going to have more to say than what you did when we recorded it originally. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not the passion yeah. of the Christ. You That's guys, not you guys know what it is, though. Yep. We'll see. Nothing's cars. guaranteed. No, it's not cars. Oh, okay. Joel, where can, <laughs> where can people find you? Oh, you can find me uh, easiest at my public Facebook page. Like, uh, It's officially titled Joel Powie, Entertainment and Media Talent on Facebook. I changed the name. You literally can just search Joel Powie and, you know, and I'll pop up. Uh, but... Like like the Facebook page is probably the <laughs> what? I say <laughs> interesting. You refer to yourself as talent. <laughs> so listeners, after this episode, you will no longer me. hear introductions for the episode. <laughs> wait 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 wait. wait. Anyway, wait. find me on Facebook. We can make an arrangement. <laughs> uh, you can I don't use it, but Twitter. Voice of LMB, Instagram, that, that's more casual. That's more of my own life stuff, but still fun stuff and still podcast stuff. So that's that's also well, Voice website. of LMB. Oh, thank you for reminding me. I have a website, most importantly, website, jpvoicedj.com. That is the official web address now. It's no longer site. Or stop in for lunch or dinner. And a show at Hamburger yes, Mary's. Occasionally, you can catch me at Hamburger Mary's now. Hamburger Mary's Grand Rapids. Go to their website if you want to look at. I'm usually there Wednesday, Fridays, and Sundays, maybe. You're just you're not going to see him because he's kind of in the back, just sitting yeah, playing like on, on this on podcast. MP3 player. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. So anyway, you y'all um, know, did you somebody all find we a, have, did somebody leave their lights on? We have a 94. Uh, Ford Taurus out in the parking lot. What is Gray, that? your headlights are on. Hey, in all seriousness, Joel, you have a fantastic you. voice. You're very skilled at. Let's just say you got a face mm-hmm. for radio. Let's just say. He's no, he's got a great voice. He, he did the commercial for Comic Con. I did. Let, yes, that he is did. Me. Let's just say. That is my voice you hear. You got a personality only we can <laughs> tolerate. And Thanks I for agree. being on. <laughs> Good. The truth will come out. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But it will. The truth. Shadow you forever. I will show them what you've done. I will never let you go. So, Joel, we're glad to have him on the show. It's always a pleasure. 
Uh, no, that was good fun. to have him on. We love him. We love having Joel on. We dog on him because he deserves it, but it was but fun. <laughs> it was fun. It's all in jest. We all make fun of each other here on the sequel, man. Yeah, we do. Uh, so we all take it. We all give it. All right. All right. And now the moment. All right. Then some of you may man, have been waiting me. for. Maybe you turn it off at this point, but if you do, you'll miss the announcement of the next one. Finn score. Hmm. Finn score. Finn score. Finn score. The final Finn score. important necessary scores. Scale to the score system we came up with. <laughs> Maybe in season three we'll revamp it. I have some ideas. But here we go. Oh, we didn't even talk. We didn't rank our movies. No, we didn't. That's Want to okay. do it right now? And I'll just tell real you real quick. quick. I'm not going to tell you why. Right. Me too. I think for me it's close, but it goes in this order from top to bottom. I think 78's a better movie, but for me it goes 94, 78, 66. Just because I was I was around in the nineties, okay. so it gets me. That's it, okay. I understand that. I'm gonna go with 78, 94, yeah. and then 66. I think I think the 66 is the weakest. I and that's all I'm gonna say. Quality wise, spoil. you're yeah. right on. But mm-hmm. as far as which ones I would watch again, it would be the first two. I'd probably skip the third one. Right. But that doesn't mean I don't like it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now the Finn score. We have uh, five categories. We have numbers out of a hundred. We give it a score, and we'll see where it ranks amongst the Season 2 Sequel Men franchise listings. Are you ready? Four. Emotional Impact. I'll go first. Emotions <laughs> are, are quite emotional. They're, they're rare in here. There's not any moment that really gets me. And being scared is an emotion, too. Right. There's a couple True. little, little jumpy things emotions. where I'm just like, oh... But overall, kind of in the middle of the pack. It didn't, you know, it didn't light a fire under me or anything. I still enjoyed it, though. I got enjoyment. So I gave it a 60. Okay, that's a, a D. 60. Yeah. He want, he wants a D. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of going to go in the same route, except a little higher. Uh, there's funny parts. There's some laughs in there. There's some really good dramatic tension. But as far as emotionally, like I didn't get it, I did not emotionally get impacted by <laughs> Ziggy and Cindy laying on the grass getting chopped. Um, yeah, that was so weird. As far as emotions in that sense, even the relationship between Sam and Dina wasn't really impactful to me. Not your bag, baby. I guess not. I guess not. But I would give it a. S- <sighs> I was slightly higher, uh, 75. Okay. 75. The music has a part to do with that, That's significantly too, higher. Because emotional, emotions can category. be elicited by, I know, by but music. But I'll, I'll talk cool. more about it later. Yeah. But I'll go with the next one. Storytelling. So storytelling, like we talked about with Joel, it tells an actual decent story. It's a little simplistic once everything gets laid out. There's not, like, any complicated... This and that and the other thing. It's just the guy made a deal with the devil, and it's a recurring curse that has to be re-ritualized every few years yep. in order to keep Sunnyvale clean, in order to keep Shady Side dirty. And it's so, you know, simple but effective. It's simple but effective, and so is the sort of yin yang, sun and moon kind of opposite opposite uh, spectrum storytelling where you got the shady sides, the bad town, everything bad happens. Sunnyvale's the good town that their namesakes. Yes. 
It allows easy contrast for the viewer. And you can tell really good stories while still being kind of simplistic in that way. Oh, sure you can. Yeah. Light and dark. I mean, Zelda, A Link to the Past, Twilight Princess, you're dealing with light and dark all the time. Star Wars, light and dark. Very simple black and white concepts in that. It's similar in this. Except the only thing, the, the, the thing about the sheriff killing Sam for almost no reason when it wasn't necessary. He had already made the sacrifice, so he does it a day, a few days, a day or two later. For what reason? I I don't I just don't think they gave it. They uh, didn't explicitly say it. a good reason, but yeah, yeah I'm not going to blabber on about it. But I'll give storytelling. I'll give it for a horror franchise, a con- like a trilogy, nice tight solid story. I'll give an 85. All right. 85. 85. We're a little off on here. For my storytelling, everything that you said is true. Um, it, it's a rare slasher franchise with a story that's not just super repetitive. It's not a sequel for sequel's sake. That's just rehashing the same story. And it's it draws from the best the horror narrative. movies, too. Yeah. It, it's furthering the entire narrative. So I give storytelling a... Kind of low, but not super low. I thought it was high until you said 85, but I gave it a 73. That's fair. I, I give it a passing grade. Oh. I gave it a B. Yeah. Characters. For characters, man, maybe this should have been higher, but they were. there was nothing super special about them. I liked all the characters. I liked them all, but just what they did in 66 kind of brought this one down as far as characters go just because none of them were you know they reused actors thinking hey these are going to be significant and then they weren't but um overall i gave it a 70 what you doing pulling my pants christian's up. um pulling his pants up they were down the whole time <laughs> but and just to remind you joel was not in studio <laughs> so there's no real reason for christian's pants to be down okay well, anyway. That was a moon joke. Yeah. That was a moon you joke. You mooned him. Yeah, that was a moon joke. In case joke. y'all didn't get that last week. Yeah. He was very disturbed by that. Yeah. All right, carry on. <clears throat> Characters, for me, I think you kind of hit it. They're kind of interesting characters, but in some ways they're likable, in some ways not. Like, yeah. I don't think Dina is that likable of a character. I don't know. She's like just her. got kind of... A, She's got a spunky attitude and stuff, but I don't know. She's kind of one-dimensional in that sense. She kind of just shows that throughout the whole. I suppose you have a point. Yeah. I still liked her. Josh was the best character. I like Josh the best. Josh was fun. Yeah, Josh was fun. And Martin? He just signed on to a new talent agency. Martin was funny. Ashley Zuckerman was great performer. Oh, yeah, as far as performances Fantastic. go. Fantastic. He's he probably was the best. Well, no, Dina was great, too. She was good. As far she as does pure have a good- acting. Anyway, yeah. That's probably it. But anyway, yeah, what characters. You give it? I gave it, it a. <clears throat> I'll give it. I'll give it a 75. A 75. They got a little personality. You've a little got personality. A personality. Especially in uh, the second part, Allison, Alice yep, has Alice. a person until she started doing her sob story. That should have been one of my worst moments, actually, at the end when she's like, my dad yeah, had like, to we do don't have blah, time blah, blah, blah. I know. 
Right. That no, I'm not saying. I'm I know. Saying in I the know. Movie, right. Yeah, right. Not you. Yeah, it's just like not. I'll be not honest. Great. I thought you meant me at no, first. Not great. No, no, no. I got gotcha. you. We we got to kind of move. We right. think he's dead, but he's not anyway. Man. Yeah. How about uh, visual style? I think you go first this time. Visual style. I really liked the way it looked. It it felt like I was watching. It's almost like how somebody views the '90s, like a, a, a rosy tinted glass, rose tinted glasses kind of viewpoint, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it helps that you bring back like iconography from the '90s, the clothes, oh, yeah. the NES game on the table. It was like golf when they're talking about the curse. Yeah, that nostalgia really hits. The really game he's playing, which I think was Castlevania. I think you're right. And now I was only three during 94, but still, I remember I was the two. 90s. So, I was yeah, born I mean, in 92. You can remember stuff from when you're three. I remember but, the 90s. Yeah, I like the neon lights. I like mm-hmm. the color, especially in the posters and stuff, like the green, the orange, the purple, how colorful it is for being a horror franchise. Oh, yeah. And just... The visual style between each movie, how the first movie, it's more modern, modern techniques. The CGI of the blob in the arm coming up and doing like in the bathroom when it was reforming. Mm-hmm. Those were great. The CGI is great. The The violent effects are really well done. Realistic. Yeah, I get you. The work that they, they went into doing the bread slicer concept with the CGI very interesting. I did not like the sh- the un um what do you want to call it? Not shaky cam. Handheld. The handheld camera stuff in 1666. Not a fan. Not a okay. fan. More a fan of just using a tripod and having nice, steady, well composed shots, not hey, point fine. of view shots. I mean, when it's a Paul called for, use a point of view shot. That's fine. But I'm just not in general a big fan of that. We talked about that with the Hunger Games a little bit. Yeah, but that was really motivated by the story. Kind of in this one, but ultimately visual style. I'll give it. I'll give it. Eh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Spencer. Usually we have this prepared. I know. I'm a failure when it comes to that on some of these franchises. That's all right. But in terms of visual style, I'm gonna give it. An eighty. Eighty. Hey, check it out. I'm Daredevil. You're Daredevil. Yeah, look from the Netflix. <laughs> you get it? Yes. Right, Visual style. I'll give it an eighty. All right, good. Yeah, I gave. I I loved everything about the visual style. How everything was shot. The colors. Mm-hmm. Um. They. The the themes and the look of each one really captured the times. I I personally think, and it took me back to the '90s, gave me a glimpse of the '70s, gave me an idea of what way 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 back may have been like. Um, just is everything I thought was real good. All the gore and the kills were good. The CGI was all good. I thought it was believable. I gave it a ninety. That's a big one. I gave it a big one. And that was weighted heavily with the nostalgia for the 90s and just the the settings in general. Now the big one. I changed mine to 85, by the way. Okay. I thought about it a little bit. Fair enough. 
And now we're moving on to the final one. The big, big one for me is music. I know you're big on the score and the soundtrack and stuff. This one had them both. This score, I thought, was just really inventive. It was taking some traditional horror elements, but really, like, when they threw in, like, the the choral, like, the choir stuff overlaying with it, and just, it was intense and just kind of electronic in some point. I just loved it. Plus the the licensed music. You can't go wrong, even though it was really in your face. I gave it a 97, dude. Dude, that is totally fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, I loved the music, all everything about it, throughout the the entire franchise. I'm going to give it a 95. Yeah, that makes sense. Because the thing that knocks it down five points is just how abruptly it switches between the license licensed music. Sure. Because one second you're hearing like for ten seconds you're hearing one song, and then it just abruptly switches to another one. Like when Josh sees Kate in the hallway in '94 Part One, that. I was like, goodness! It sounds like they got the, their hand on the dial, like how they're switching through the songs. But the score is so good. Marco yes, Peltrami, uh, he just did Venom, the new Venom. Let there be carnage. Uh, well, there will be carnage. Whatever it is, I can hear it. I can uh, hear it. But he worked. And that with, was not the problem with that movie. He worked some with some other guys too, like Brandon Trump or someone else. I can't. Marcus Trump, I think was his name. Trump. Trump. Ah, that's unfortunate. Spelled different. Two P's. That's an unfortunate two, last two name. Two P's, I think. And he then, probably changed it. Uh, no, we're not the same. We're just add another P. We're different. I'm, I don't have the names off me, off the top of my no, head right. for we, the we co-composers, but Marco Beltrami and gang did a fantastic job. Yeah, they did. I love the scene in '78 when they're in the reptile room, mm-hmm. and you hear that like. Oh, like the choir as they're like, yeah, the choir oh, it's so awesome. good. So well done. Um, What did you give visual style? I gave it an 85. And what did you give characters? I think I gave it a 75. What did you give storytelling? Why are you asking me? Because I'm adding them up. I was adding them up here. Oh, you, you well, sorry. Then yeah. cut this out, obviously. What was your, what was your total? It says 410. 410. Divided by 5. So 82? I guess so. 82 plus 78 equals... All right, so 160. I think it's a little high. But your fin score for Fear Street is a whopping 80 even. That's not whopping. 80 even. That's pretty freaking high. Let me just tell you some of the ones from season one that were in the same. I just want to. Well, we had some pretty high ones. It would have. It would have actually been second, third, second to last. So, yeah, 80s is is good. That put. Oh, come on, come on, come on. What? 80. Wait till you hear where this puts it. So bringing up the rear, number six, we have the MonsterVerse with 71. Number five, Amazing Spider-Man, 76. Number four, Space Jam, 78. 
And apparently Fear That's Street's fine. better That's than great. Space Jam, and it's better yes, than Amazing Spider-Man. Yes, it is. Objectively, it is. Number three, Fear Street, 80. And number, It tells a better story. I guess. Number two, MCU Phase 2 with an 86. And number one, which might not be dethroned, Mandalorian. The Mandalorian with a 90. That one might be a little high. I don't think so. I don't. I oh, don't look, so. it's new character of the week, backdooring a new show. Yeah, so. Who the hell cares? And this I know, his teeth is white as snow. We're still here because of her. I'm sorry, because of you. Yeah, you're right. Saved your ass. What? It's true, you were dead without me. <laughs> so Fear Street was fun, as we've mentioned, but with every, every end of a franchise, we have, we have a the beginning one. of a new one. And Christian, I believe you have a little brain buster for the people. What's the brain buster? Oh, the clip? No. It, you just read that. I gotta do the voice. You don't have to. I see without seeing. I can't. <clears throat> that was, that, that was how I kind of like it. I see without seeing. To me, darkness is as clear as daylight. What am I? Let me see exactly what he said. <laughs> Please! You're as blind as a bat! So if you didn't get it by then, let me hit you with this. Play the theme song, Christian! <laughs> no, I'm trying to think of the from... What are we doing, Spencer? We've done the Dark Knight trilogy. The best Batman trilogy of all time. Arguably. But we're taking it back to the roots. We're not going to play any of the stuff that we already recorded, but just know we've attempted this one before. Back when we were wrongfully reviewed. That's right. We're going back. We're going back to the bat. I'm Batman. Or as George Clooney would say, I'm Batman. Or as George Clooney would say, <laughs> yeah. And then as Chris O'Donnell would say, <laughs> and then as Alicia Silverstone or Silver, so Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, would say, <laughs> and then <laughs> as Alfred would say, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm as or as Bane would say, Rookie, <laughs> I drive car. But we're not just doing those two. <laughs> We're doing the good ones, too. We're going yeah. w all the way back. You want to get nuts? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're talking Michael Keaton. And since since he's kind of relevant again, his whole career is is just a resurgence. And he's he's reprising his role. Well, his career's been Flash. healthy for the last several years. But. Yeah. Starting with Birdman, the guy yeah, with Oscar. Yeah. But you're probably wondering, which Batman are we talking about? Well, Christian, let me tell you. 
I'm a huge fan of Tim Burton. I believe his are canon with the cheesy bad Schumacher ones. So we're doing 1989 Batman. 19... Wasn't it 1991 or two? Batman Returns. I think it's 92. Well, it doesn't matter what year they are, but we're starting with the 89, <laughs> the 89 Tim Burton, Michael Keaton, Batman. Batman Returns, Michael Keaton. And then where we take a hard left, but it's still in the same thing. It's just that's when recasting. Same really, continuity, I guess. Yep. This is when we get Harvey zany. Dent just disappears, I guess. Yep. Uh, so then it goes to Batman Forever. And then help us. Lord Jesus, help us get through this. We've Batman already been through it once. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think twice. We've had to record these a few times. And the backstory is, we used to be, we started off as we were going to just review um, bad movies. And then we thought, well, what about, you know, if it's a franchise or a sequel, we'll, we'll cover it that way. So our, our very first recording was Batman Forever with Joel. We had a lot of technical difficulties. We started much later than what we Joel wanted. Joel said nothing. Yep, we were not in it really. Turns out we wanted a, a, a start, fresh start, so we re-recorded it. It was much better. We still never released it because we decided we're going to take the show a different route. But before that, we did record Batman and Robin. We did Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Yep, and I think we both did. We did them each twice. You will not hear those recordings. We're not going to do this thing, the same thing we did with Twilight. We want to do it just fresh. We're going to fresh take. We it's been a couple of years since if we've seen If there's some them. really hilarious moments from those Yeah, oldies. maybe we'll throw them in. But, but, man, I'm excited to be talking Batman again. I am, and Joel too. is bringing the Bat Bible back, I'm sure, if he returns. If you all got that joke I made earlier, that's what I meant. Yes. So not to be confused with The Passion of the Christ. This is not a biblical movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my very first Batman movie I the book ever of Bruce, saw. Yeah, the book verse of Bruce. ten, chapter one. The very one. first Batman movie I ever saw was Batman Forever. Um, for I remember time, that was my go-to Batman movie. My sister had the soundtrack, you know, with Seal. Oh yeah, of course. That's a great song. I might listen doesn't to it on the way it home. Doesn't fit Batman though. I know. We're gonna have fun with these. Oh, what does fit Batman? Please, dark bat metal. No. No, parents. We're not doing the Batman Lego movie either. Uh, not in this it's one. It's canon. I think it's canon. We'll do that when we do the You're Lego canon. movies. And they're making I'm going to shoot you out too. of a canon. Well, thanks. Then I could join the circus to become Robin. I loved Batman and Robin when I was a kid. Me this too. This is probably all stuff we already said on our other recordings. It doesn't matter. But who cares? They're not going to know. Because that's what it's, it was made to sell to it. I'm happy to be talking about it again. I really good. am. We're getting back to some. Oh, I'm in. I'm look forward to watching him again. I remember my Batman uncle Forever was big is so in the '89. Was big in the '89 Batman. Like he had some posters. Like he had a a, the, oh. a, a poster for Batman Returns. I think. Where's your dark. little car thing? Oh, it, they're packed away now. Oh. But uh, we. No, I'm talking they're about. Dark. I'm talking about the the thing I bought you. Oh, it's in my car. Oh, it's one step closer to being put on my car. Okay. Now you you put it in the car. Now uh -huh. you got to put it on the car. And Joel, Joel, <laughs> sorry, Christian. As you Don't know, and as I've said call before, me Joel, sorry. Ever. My again. wedding ring has the Batman logo. Uh, yeah. And on my leg that you cannot see because it's the wrong side. This will be the first Batman movie that we review 
where I have oh, my Batman you got the Arkham tattoo. one on there. That's the Arkham Bat yeah, symbol. Yeah, it's the Arkham slash um, Batman Begins. Which, speaking of, same time last year, we did Batman near the same time two months ago. I had beaten Arkham Asylum. And we talked about that a little bit. Still haven't beat Arkham City. Still haven't beaten Arkham City. He's got it right there. He's got Arkham Asylum right in his hand. PlayStation yeah. 3. This was the very first PlayStation 3 game I ever had because it came with it. And man, this is a good game. I might fire this up. Do it. I it is a great game. It's a great again. game. I'm fine. Kevin up. Conroy. Kevin Conroy is Batman. But that's not what we're doing. Mark Hamill. We're doing the Burton right. Schumacher verse. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And boy, is it going to be a ride. So I'm looking forward. That, those are some of my the favorite one of my some of my favorite I can't talk. I'm so sorry. Some of my favorite recordings with Joel was last year when yeah. we did Batman. That These was a lot of fun. Christian, let me just let me just leave you with this question. Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Joker. He does no. not say Joker at the end of it. No. The second Spencer. best Joker. I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> when he says that in the movie. I, uh, I've only have, <laughs> Where I've, else did he say it, Christian? <laughs> I've only actually ever seen that movie one time. And I watched it last year. I watched through that one and Batman Returns for the very first time ever. And Batman Returns is crazy. That's the same thing. Creepy. I remember you said you watched it. I watched the original Batman last year, the 89 one, that I had mm. never watched all the way through for the first time. It's solid. It's, we joked around how it... Somebody said, I forget where we read it from, but somebody either came up with it or we read it, that it was like those old movies are like high school, like college stage productions on yeah, how the set design looked. They're a little weird. They're a little weird. It's claustrophobic how they do Gotham. We'll talk about Smoky, all that. Smoky, steamy all over the place. Yeah, and there's not really a lot of room. It's Dr not dingy. deep. It's, it's going to be a good Black. time. It's going to be a good time. And that'll be coming at you soon. Gothic. I think we're going to take, um, ooh, uh, just like a maybe like a slight little break. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little one. We've been hard so at work. Christian can can gather his thoughts and then this will take us right into christmas prepare season, for the wrap sure. up like you should have yeah this will this will um lead us right into christmas where i think we have some ideas where we're gonna go but um it's gonna lead us it's gonna lead us right up there so and we might have another we might we haven't decided yet we're not committed yet maybe another anniversary special oh we probably will just a quick little anniversary aside yeah we might just, uh, for just to talk. release on the third again, the second anniversary, December third, yep. and my daughter's birthday. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. That'll the Sequelman anniversary was recorded was or released on yeah December third. December third. So we'll we'll bring one of those at you. But thank you, thank you for sticking with us. We uh, tell Christian tell tell him tell him where they can hear us. All right. Us. Thank you for loot. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> Christian, I'll, keep, I'll make it simple for you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Sequelman the podcast. This has been the Fear Street wrap up. We are we are wrapping up the Fear Street saga. Is just alongside, we're wrapping up the spooky Halloween season. We're going into November here, going into Thanksgiving. There's no good Thanksgiving franchises, but 
Batman. Whatever. Batman, yes. We're thankful for Batman. Uh, <laughs> but you can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I turned into William Shatner for this section, I guess. Apparently. And in Pandora. Anywhere you like to listen to your podcast, you can find us there. And also, just an aside, please, just a reminder, send us some voicemails. Send us some voicemails through SpeakPipe. You can find the link to our SpeakPipe where you can send us messages on our Facebook page. We have a link on there. We have a link on our podcast page from Podbean. If you go to our official podcast page, our podcast page on Podbean, we have a link on the side of the of the dash there on the web page if you scroll down. So please click on it, ask us questions, give us feedback. What are your thoughts? What are your ideas? You got a good joke? Let us know. Yeah. Pick it away. And the biggest thing you can do for us is tell people. If you don't want to do it yourself, and make a review, please do that. Five stars, get us, get us noticed on the iTunes. But um, if you write a review, I'll read it. And uh, also, 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 tell people, tell your friends, tell your coworkers, listen to us at work uh, and, with headphones. And and uh, you can find us on on Twitter, I think. At SequelMen19, Instagram at SequelMen the Podcast, and the old reliable Facebook, aka apparently Meta. Uh, I was just gonna say, <laughs> or as we know, as known. Uh, Which why is I that? Why guess. did he change? What is going? It doesn't matter. Um, find us there. Um, thanks. That's what I got. All right. And with that. Oh, we don't have Joel here. Nah, fuck him. And with okay, <laughs> just kidding. We and with that, um, we can't wait until the next one. That's right, Christian. Because here at Sequel Man, the podcast, all films are created sequel. So what's up with the, he has the, like the black gross in Batman Returns, the penguin. He's he's gross. I don't know. He's disgusting. It's hard to watch. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Did you, we'll talk about it. It's good stuff. I feel like I had something else I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, I might schedule my next tattoo soon. I don't care. Cool.